want to see the big dog. Tell them. That's Rose. It's so loud in here. Let's go. It is Dr. Huge. Welcome to you all. Isn't that the big news of the day, Jeffrey Cross? Austin forever. 24 Bobby. Mac Diesel in the house. It is all about the scene. Let's get the chance in. Come on. Sorry, I raised the roof, sorry to tech. I'm from old school, okay? I raised the roof over here when CM Punk co- comes out. You know, I, that's nice, and I'm, I liked it. Well, the first thing I didn't like, I'll tell you, is that it wasn't on WWE Backstage on Friday after SmackDown. Isn't that the time it's supposed to be on? Um, it was on last night? What? Well, when did that happen? And thank you, uh, Mac Diesel, for the uh, Super Hearts. Bill, thank you for the Super Hearts. Shout out to you. You're in my area. Hansy, Dusty Loads himself in the house. Mafia, Cooking Mafia. Young Reezy, who was on last night. Jeffrey Cross, who I play uh, video games with and yell at. Don't forget that on uh, Twitch. Dr. Huge Show everywhere. Shout out to you, Alistair. Uh, You know... Other than that, you know what this oh, this whole CM Punk thing is about? It's not about CM Punk. It's about who CM Punk's going to face. And who do you think I think he's going to face? I pointed out to some of you that may follow me on the tw- uh, Twitters and whatnot. It's this guy. The best in not the me. world. Not me. I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about Shane McMahon. Shane O'Mac. WrestleMania, Shane O'Mac, CM Punk. That's what's going down, Mac Diesel. Come on. I'll even shave a couple of mother's backs for that one. I'm all in on that. If they don't do that at some point, 
I don't give a fuck if he comes back and faces off against even Bray Wyatt. Who cares? Right? He wouldn't even, well, first of all, that wouldn't make any sense. The second of all, uh, there's a bunch of other guys he could put over uh, massively just being CM Punk, and I still wouldn't like it. Uh, how about this? We were talking about this earlier on uh, one of my gaming streams. CM Punk versus Triple H versus the best in the world, Shane McMahon. Right, Greg? I see. Yeah, you you think the game's going to face him? That definitely can work as well. But what about the game? And And how about like this? Not like he's a representative of NXT or anything like that. Because that's happening at Survivor Series. What happens at WrestleMania is he's kind of backing up his wife. Steph O'Mac runs Monday Night Raw. So he could fight in her honor to keep CM Punk off his show. And then Shane O'Mac comes in and goes, I'm going to fight for SmackDown Live to keep him off of, you know, what generally is his show. And how funny would that be? Nobody wants, like, he's the hottest thing, but nobody wants him, right? There's so much you could do with this. There's too much you could do with this. Thank you, Mafia. Shout out to everybody sharing and liking. Definitely do that. Let's come back, you know, fight back against all the uh, dislikes that I get. How dare these people, Mac Diesel, you know? Can you believe they don't like Dr. Huge? And all the effort I put in on these thoughts on scripted fights and things for all of you. More on that later. Anyway, so that's really all I got for CM Punk. CM Punk, to me, he's cool. I dig it. I want him to come back and GTS everybody and all this, but it's got to be done in the right way. And Tell me if bringing CM Punk out on a fucking night where I don't even know. I'm a guy that runs a podcast about wrestling, right? And I can't even keep up with how much wrestling stuff is out there. They're going to have some shit on Tuesday night. I was already worried about NWA and Impact. I'm doing shows for that last night. And then I find out on on Twitter that uh, CM Punk comes. That's when you do it. Anyway, the one positive and funny thing about all of this is, you know, the AEW hardcore marks, they don't like it. You know, they're like, how dare this guy come back and he's going to go back to WWE after, you know, we put our uh, ourselves on the line out here on Twitter and all the social medias talking shit about WWE and you're going to go back to him. Yep. That's how it works. <laughs> so, you know, at least he won't be out here getting uh, jumped on with a guy in his hands in his pockets, you know. At least. When is AEW bringing back the TV title? How, how should I know? AEW needs to hire me. Well, first, Cody Rhodes needs to block, unblock me on Twitter, then hire me. And then I could give you that answer. Until then, it's all speculation, you know? It's all analyst. Here's some big news. I'm done with CM Punk. I mean, we're done, right? I gave him a big entrance. 
talked about him right off the top, but we're done with it now. He's fucking talking on a talk show, and we knew he was going to do that like a month or two ago. Can't wait until he never wrestles and sees everyone get pissed again. Money talks and BS walks, yes. I believe in all these things that you're saying out here. You guys are smart. I drag that dude, I I drug that dude. First of all, it's not drug, but I'm not going to correct him. That dude so bad he had to go to another company. That quote was Braun Strowman about formerly Dean Ambrose, who is now John Moxley. And um, there's a lot of shade being thrown out here. Sin Cara asked for his release, and Andrade came out and uh, said, you know, fucking in, in Spanish, what I could make of it, uh, bye-bye, ha-ha-ha, you know, I'm the new hashtag face of the Latinos. So he's kind of good with him leaving. And that didn't seem like a work. I don't think a lot of people did take it like a work. Did you take it like a work, boss? Yeah, how about the how about that boss? <laughs> oh man. I wasn't looking for you, Rollins, but you know, this the boss. Yes, this boss. I'm the boss. Yeah, I don't want to get sidetracked with that yet, but Braun Strowman talking shit. And John Moxley. All because a fan said that Mox would come out and probably do X, Y, and Z to him. And we all know that's not true. But um, I like it. I like that kind of Twitter beefing. I don't like the obvious, you know, one for the marks. Like where Lon is coming out and they're all like, it's weird. It's very weird with that Lana situation and Rusev, right? Because Rusev is like fighting back against, you know, that same group. And it's it's like, why? But you're supposed to be like the good guy, like the real good guy, right? Anyway. Why am I trying to make sense out of this, right? But you know what I mean? Like, um, none of this makes sense. <laughs> That's all I got to say. And the WWE can so the NFL can control Twitters and all the rest. Dean Ambrose got it right, man, because he just doesn't even fuck with it. Like, if if it were up to me, I wouldn't even deal with any online app. The only online applications I would need is like Netflix, you know, the Disney Pluses, and all the rest. It wouldn't be uh, social media. Because people talk about it being a cesspool, but I don't see anybody really getting off of it or anything. Um, not saying you have to. If you like it, you like it. But um, I see it as a, a, a new age newspaper to, to catch at least a snapshot of like what the uh, a certain segment aged people on certain apps like what they're what they think and you can generally get it on all these apps and, and i feel like we're doomed wrestling wise politically wise well you, you name it i mean i'm scared and that's why tomorrow night segue into this oh my goodness i'm scared now CSWNN Mac Diesel is coming back The conspiracy show with no name People need to know things 
They're so scared to know things. They're all like John Moxley. Kenny Omega is like the worst thing. Setting wrestling back. You know, ruining the world. It's too violent. Too violent. I think what what we're heading for, I guess what we're thinking, right, is to better the species overall. But trying to go leaps and bounds the way that I think that they do these days, when they're all hypocrites anyway, you know, um, they're going to look down on a Ambrose Moxley. And I got to tell you, those people can go fuck themselves. <laughs> and I don't even like Moxley or uh, Dean Ambrose or Kenny Omega. How about that? Kenny Olivier. I think that's what Jim Cornette calls him. I don't like any of them. Okay? I don't give a fuck. But that match was cool. And it was something that was different. You know, what are we going to do? Jazz hands and uh, set up maneuvers for the next 10, 20 years? You just want the same shit? over and over and over again because I certainly don't I think that ricochet is cool I think all the flipping and floppities and and all that can be cool at times and it has its place in wrestling but um I don't think it's five star and it's gonna be like it's all, all that cutting edge it was maybe it was cutting edge like 2008 you know but th- this is the thing with wrestling fans most of them a lot of them you know, you may be one of them. You go through periods where you're into it and you're out of it. I'm telling you, this shit's been going on for a while. This flippity floppities. Okay? Cool matches and all this. What needs to be fixed in all, in all formats, all promotions, the stories. That's And I know it's hard. There's a lot of noise out here. But that's why... Shit like Bobby Lashley. We're even talking about it tonight. Bobby Lashley and Lana. Why do you think we're even mentioning that? Because it's a story we can follow along with. People can hate on it, love it, have something, some kind of an opinion or uh, feeling towards it. And then uh, you can carry that on. Who knows how long they're going to carry this thing on? I hope not not much longer, and that's what everybody talks about. But since it gets the most, uh, you know, hits on their uh, websites and things. You went to an impact taping, saw Jordan Grace in the hallway, and you called her her real name? I don't know. I might have to block you now. I already muted Jordan Grace, I believe. I don't know her real name. I know I blocked or muted Jordan Grace, but I'm going to block you if you ever break kayfabe like that again. Dare you. You know what? I'll take calls. And it should be working tonight, Hansy. There is no conspiracy against you. I can tell you that. I can't even get, I can't even get this right. So why would I be conspiring against anybody else? Right, Beast? All right, I'm up. I'm ready for some handsy talk, but I do have a lot here. I got some shit to, to go through. Like right now. And I don't want no heat from anybody. I'm not trying to get to, uh, to haters. 
on me. But Joey Janela, I know he's over and people like him and things like that. And he's entertaining and he takes the bumps and things. Um, but man, doesn't he, I feel like I have a better body and I haven't like even worked out or wrestled or I, I haven't wrestled ever. Why do I have a better physique than Joey Janela? Jelly, is that why he's called that? Because honestly, I never really seen, I've seen him, but I never actually thought about this until I watched the highlights of Full Gear the other day. And I'm like, this dude looks so fucking out of shape. Like he looks out of he. Not only is he small, like he's he's a smaller dude, but he's out of shape. And I'm not like I'm not hating. Maybe he's just an outrageously good performer, and he you can still do it. Like look at Kevin Owens or whatever. He's but imagine there being a 205 live version of uh, Kevin Owens, because that's what I'm guessing it's going to be in the next at least couple of years. <laughs> Maybe the by the time they reset the fucking rankings, he's gonna be uh, in the two fifty five pounds. You know, even though he's probably I don't know five seven. Maybe he's just in there with really big guys, and that's why it makes him look shorter. But then you can't go out there looking like you're drinking Steve Weiser's every week, every day. Maybe that that's probably why, cause I'm. I'm on the the wine. You know, I do wine, not not Steve Steve uh, Weisers. <laughs> Kevin Owens can move for a fact. Yeah, so yo, Joey Chanel, I'm not I'm not hating on his wrestling. I'm just when I view started viewing it, I was all right, what uh, you know. I was like, of course Sean Spears is gonna win this. Is that is Sean Spears? You know, the perfect 10. Who doesn't look like a bad guy, by the way? Sean Spears does not look like a bad guy. He looks like a good guy. Like, just in the face. The man can do flip senton. I don't believe any of that. Are you talking about this, the man? The man. Mm, I don't like that. I don't like that talk out there, legendary. I thought you didn't like the man like me. I told I'm not gonna say any anymore. I'm not gonna make fun of her or do anything anymore about her. Or, you know, obviously Roman Reigns is off limits. Um, fat people, unless they're Joey Janela, because he's not really fat. It's future fat, you know, possibly. So I'm just saying, I. You can say things out there. You can have your own opinions out there, legendary. But I'm going to have mine. I just may not have be able to voice them or I'll get kicked off the internet like I've been before. I live Becky Lynch. Love Becky Lynch. Leave her alone. Okay. You and Seth Rollins. You're going to have to face off against Seth Rollins if you want to get near that. And uh, you, know, you may have to join Team NXT or SmackDown. It's probably your best chance. And then you're going to have to take on Becky Lynch. I don't know if it's worth it. The long live the... I hate you guys. Why does everybody come in here and love the man? 
Next thing you know, Becky Lynch is going to I get, I swear to God, if Becky Lynch came in here, I would not act nice to her. I would say, get out of here. I would tell her to leave us alone. You know, I didn't invite her. Swear. I get, <laughs> Triple H has watched before. Eric Bischoff has tipped me. So I kept them around. But if the man came in here, you know she wouldn't tip me. And I would tell her to go fuck herself. Because you just come the in man. here and promote yourself. The be man, like the, the man, man. The man. The man. The man. The man. I know. It's not winning me any fans, but that and the Kenny Omega stuff. How about this? Brandy Rhodes is pretty smart, huh? If AEW wants to sign Alexa Bliss, that makes a whole lot of sense to me. Who wouldn't want to sign Alexa Bliss? Them booty cheeks out. I bet you the booty cheeks would probably be out even more on AEW. They already have a little girl uh, that's a champion over there for the female wrestlers. Alexa Bliss, no problem. I think that's their thinking. But, no pun intended, but there is no way WWE is letting go of an Alexa Bliss, the goddess, all right? In her high chair that she comes out in sometimes. <laughs> but. Damn right. Yeah, she's not going anywhere. Good luck with that, Brandy Rhodes. You know, because next thing you know, uh, you know what they're probably going to do over there at AEW if I was them? Right here, Hansy. Shout out to you, Hansy. What's going on, bro? Oh, not much. Just, you know, doing my wrestling gimmick here. <laughs> Obviously, man. Uh, I, 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 I missed you, bro. Yeah, I took a couple weeks off, you know. I had to do things, you know, personal life things. No, I, well, yeah, I, I saw some of your pictures at Comic-Con, so, like, th that was pretty cool, dude. Yeah, met Scott Steiner, you know, walked around, spent a bunch of money I probably shouldn't have spent, and that was it. Oh, shit. Uh, did, any, did you get any audio for your show where, like, you can, like, you know, did you interview anybody or do you just meet people? No, I interviewed some people at the tables, you know, put them over and things like that. I'll probably incorporate them into a show one of these days. I just got to I got to put all the video and all this stuff in. All right. It's well, you know, listen, I, I don't want to take too much of your time, bro. I know you got things to do. So I just thought I'd call in for a few and just to say what up. And uh, I don't know if you want to, like, run some topics, I, I can give you my yeah, thoughts. Yeah. On uh, what, do you, what do you think about uh, Full Gear, first of all, and then uh, Survivor Series coming up with... Uh, the WWE, because in my opinion, before you get into it, I think my stance on this right now is this is the beginning of the end of AEW, at least not like, I don't think long term. I think AEW is going to be here for at least a few years plus, like five years maybe. But um, I think WWE with Survivor Series bringing in NXT is the beginning of the wave coming back, the first wave of firing back at AAW and whatever the ratings may be and, you know, the hotness of uh, the new company. What do you think? Well, I mean, listen, uh, you might not even be wrong in that sense, but uh, the, big, the bigger issue is that, you know, with all that whole Saudi Arabia stuff that went on with the mechanical air and all that type of shit, it's funny that, you know, Triple H and WWE – they basically, like, whenever there's talk about, oh, should WWE unionize or something like that, all of a sudden the WWE can just resurface with uh, new talent like they did on that week that uh, NXT showed up. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
it's like you really can't stand up for anything, really, because WWE will always have endless amounts of people who are going to work. You know, like, like, the, like my main problem is it's not anything with the storyline. It's like, are, are some of these NXT guys going to get the main roster money? Because, like, you know, you hear things about how, like, some of these guys are still not making, like, they're still making develop, ve- developmental money. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, like, I mean, yeah, storyline-wise, <clears throat> It could all work out perfectly for these guys, but at the end of the day, like, like there's a lot of people that are unhappy as well with, with some of the pay structures. So I wonder if that like becomes an issue because, uh, like, I, I know right now WWE seems like they're unstoppable, but I, I don't, th- I personally don't think so. I personally think AEW is in here for the long haul. I think WWE actually might be the one that ends up like losing a lot of money, basically. Really? Oh, okay. Well, you know what? They could lose money anyway, just from a million different reasons. A Fox deal falling out in a few years or whatever the case is, uh, Saudi and, you know, that's been a, a back and forth thing. But that's all like a lot of hearsay out here. So I just watch what they're doing. And the WWE doesn't seem to be slowing down. And even if they do for like, say, five to 10 years, they always come back with some like major shit that puts them over even bigger than what they like. The attitude error was like the biggest, right? But then it seems like with all the new deals that they've cut lately that it's really been its, at its biggest now. I mean, if you really just count the numbers, like, financially. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. No, listen, man, you, you, you're right in that aspect. Uh, uh, I, do, I do think that I thought CM Punk maybe going to AEW could have been a game changer. But, uh, I mean, now that he's kind of in the WWE fold, even though they keep saying, well, you know, he's signed to Fox. He's not signed to... WWE, I've, yeah, like, I've okay, seen that. It's it's inevitable. It's like you know what I mean. Like 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 stop it. It's inevitable. So and CM Punk is not gonna fucking completely go off the rails on that fucking show. He's gonna be toned down. I I think at least. I mean, if, if I'm proven wrong, then cool. We'll play this back and say Hansy was an idiot. But um, but no, but like yeah, I thought um, CM Punk could have been a game changer for AEW. But now that CM Punk's with the WWE again. Um, yeah, man, like, I, I, I'm kind of looking at, like, oh, shit, can AEW actually last now, or, like, do they need a big sign, like, who else could be a big signing that might trump, trump CM Punk? Only other one I can think of, uh, two, two of them, either Daniel Bryan, which, that's not gonna happen anytime soon, and John Cena, and that's not gonna happen anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, neither of those. And that's the thing that's sad about the wrestling business. As much wrestling is out here and everything, there are not a whole lot of rock stars. There are no HBKs, Triple H's, Stone Cold's, Rocks, um, even John Cena, like you said, Daniel Bryan. Uh, Roman Reigns doesn't cut it for me. I mean, he does for a big, large uh, portion of the audience. So doesn't the man and everything. I think they're trying to manufacture that into something. I don't believe in those... Two, if you want to even call them brands, as far as entertaining me every week, wrestling promotion wise, uh, promo wise, rather, and uh, everything else, it's just, it seems like it, all of this, even in AEW, is kind of vanilla. And then you got the Jerichos that stick out and all the rest. And it's like, I don't understand why even the AEW, and hopefully they change this up sooner or later, and they really get behind some like up and comer that just doesn't give a shit and goes all out with whatever character that they have. Cause that's really what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? 
No, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I, I can see what your point is, but I mean, I do see potential, and like, like that promo, like, uh, I mean, that promo last week from Cody, I thought like that was like one of like the better wrestling promos I put on par with some of the great wrestling promos. Like, uh, people are comparing it to Dusty Rose, but I was compare, I, me personally, I was comparing it more to, uh, I don't know if you remember this promo, uh, the one that Eddie Guerrero cut before he fought Brock Lesnar. We're talking about addiction and all that. Yeah. And goes, I, 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 I'm, I, uh, so I am an addict. I, I, I'm addicted to winning that title and all that type of stuff. Like that was like probably one of my like one of the last great promos, uh, other than the pipe bomb and other ones that you know. There's been some good ones over the years, but the Eddie Guerrero one has been always been one of my favorites. Oh, that's right. Yeah, everybody's they they love Eddie Guerrero. Do you think that's really because of the love of Eddie Guerrero? Is this really because of the boss loving Eddie Guerrero, along with a lot of the other wrestlers? Well, well, the thing is, you know, I understand what you're saying in that aspect, right? But I, even before Sasha Banks was promoting Eddie Guerrero as like her influence, I was always a huge Eddie Guerrero fan. Like I, I you know, what I mean, like I know I get accused, people get accused of. Oh, you only like Eddie Guerrero and Owen Hart because like they died, they died, and now we have to fucking say good things about them. But it's like no, actually, when Owen Hart was alive, I thought he was one of the funniest fucking guys. Um, when I became a smarter wrestling fan, and Eddie Guerrero, um, when 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 he like just uh he took off on another level when he came back in two thousand two. And I, I always thought, like, you know, like, Eddie Guerrero was, like, really, really special. Like, even more so than Benoit, even though Benoit was one of my favorites as well. Obviously, I can't say Benoit anymore because of, you know, what happened. Right. But, you know, like, but, like, but like Eddie, but Eddie Guerrero was always, like, one of my fucking favorites. Like, even before he died and all that. You know what I mean? It just, yeah. It just so happened that he died. And, uh, you know, like, now people, like, are always going to say he's legendary. Do I think Sasha Banks... Uh, I don't listen. I think Sasha Banks um, loves Eddie Guerrero. I think it's WWE that fucking prom- that makes her promote it. Basically, like they always make like it's like they fucking always water it down by always making <laughs> yeah. it seem like you know making it seem like that's her go to her go to attribute when talking about influential performers to her and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to switch gears real quick, we got tonight uh, Mia Yim versus Io Shirai. I mean, Io Shirai is on fire. I love the Kabuki Warriors. Shinsuke Nakamura is one of my favorite uh, wrestlers. They just, for some reason, how do you how do you not know how to use that guy? Like, he's, you, you could like, give him a mic. No, don't give him a mic. Give him Sammy. All of this works, but you just got to go all out with it. The whole nutshot thing with uh, AJ Styles and a million uh championship matches in a row all sucked but overall what are your thoughts Hansi, on japanese wrestlers coming over because they all work for me for the exception of a tommy who is left uh i felt like he had no charisma good wrestler of course like a lot of these guys out here and girls but i i, I thought he was kind of a dead cat in the ring and then um who else is there that was uh you got tozawa i believe he's japanese because yeah. I was actually underrated, bro. I, yeah, I, I think he's a lot. You know, but the thing with, me with Japanese wrestlers because I'm not as I'm not familiar with the Japanese scene prior to like 2013, right? Like I think the new Japan has helped a lot of people become a little bit more familiar. But whenever there's a Jap, whenever those Japanese wrestlers coming to WWE or WCW back in the day, 
they would always be the ones that stand out because I don't know. They just they they the work rate like 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 dude. One of my favorite pay per views, and people don't really talk about this that much. And it's not because I was like, I was a, a huge Japanese fan, but I just liked the uh, Starcade '95 mm-hmm. because they had WCW guys versus the New Japan guys, and it, and even though I didn't know much about like the uh, New Japan guys, which one? They which felt, one was that? They, what? Which one was that? Do you know the actual name or anything? No, it was Starcade 1995. Oh, Starcade, okay. Starcade, no, no, and and yeah, so I I remember it, it, it made it see. This is why I always liked WCW because it, it it seemed like like they would always make it make it a a a factor for them to bring in Mexican guys and mm-hmm. and Japanese guys, and they would always kind of even though they were never really pushed to the main event. It, it, to me, I, I was always glad that I was exposed to some of these guys. You know what I mean? I, I know who Great Muda is. Yep. I know who Master Chono, Chono is. I know who Kaz Hayashi is and all that, right? But like, yeah. I'm not as familiar with a lot of Japanese uh, things because I never got to tape trading back in the day, right? Mm. So I just never really – I was more westernized and all that. And then when WSW went out of business, I assumed that McMahon would do the right thing and he would basically learn his lesson from like the le- – 90s and basically bring people in gradually and you know it, it, it didn't work out that way so so like so like so that's why i like AEW so much because it feels like they have that they they're bringing in guys that we never really heard of like you know shima or uh you know um uh, rio yeah it and, definitely feels uh, like know, wcw uh, sakura and all that right mm. so i'm just i'm i like i like the japanese wrestlers man and i'm, I'm glad that nakamura is in WWE, but at the same time, I think that because I guess he's put his body through a lot in Japan, it just seems like this contract is basically for him to coast a little bit. Like he'll pick up the, like he'll, like not, it seems like he doesn't care in his right. matches, but surfing. then he will, go ahead. He's surfing. He's yeah, surfing, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So I, I, you know, I, but, you know, I can't blame the guy, man. The guy is, you know, put his body through a lot. So he deserves like to get paid a lot and maybe not put maybe on and off put some effort in and all that. I, I personally think that sooner or later when he's more motivated, we will see some of that old Nakamura from New Japan again. But I mean, I mean, if not, it's all good, man. But I'm glad the guy is getting paid, um, getting paid good money. You know what I mean? Like oh, he deserves. Yeah. And what do you think about this whole CM Punk thing? Did we uh, really talk about this much? Yeah, well, I mean, I do. You know how I feel about you know the corporate, the corp, the, the 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 corporate overlords like WWE, right? So, mm-hmm. I, listen, I listen. CM Punk can do whatever the fuck he wants. Obviously, he, he he made a business decision. He probably needs some of the money and all that. I get it, and that's cool. Uh, I just I was kind of disappointed because I felt like he was one of the guys that could have stood up to WWE, the power structure, and actually. Oh, they're drowning you out, Hansy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then they can like you know I thought I just thought CM Punk could be one of those guys, but I guess I was wrong. I guess everyone does have a price, and everyone eventually does go back. I thought he'd be different, in my personal opinion. I'm kind of disappointed, but I'm but at the same time I'm also glad because I am a CM Punk fan, and I'm glad that he is uh, kind of back in the fold a little bit. I just hope something good happens out of this. You know what I mean? But it just it, it, it's it just it just mind boggling to me that somebody who 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 felt like he almost died under their watch 
and then got sued by their doctor for millions and then kind of ruined their friendship with you know his best friend. I just find it like really, really fucking odd that he would go back and even getting fired on his wedding day, apparently. Yeah, because I mean? he, he has to go and wrestle. Doing the backstage show and all this, no, who cares about that? Nobody cares about that. It's cool to see him on TV again, and that's going to be the main thing. But if he just keeps showing up on this backstage show, that's only going to last a couple of weeks before people catch on. They're like, oh, I don't who can, you know, it's CM Punk on a show because he's been on other shows before and people haven't watched them. So uh, if he doesn't wrestle, uh, in WrestleMania, it's got to be WrestleMania, right? I mean, this is the per- WrestleMania season starts with uh, Survivor Series, and this is the perfect time to get him involved with Shane O'Mac or Triple H. See, this is what we really want: Shane McMahon versus CM. I want a, I want a three way between Shane O'Mac, Triple H, and CM Punk, and whoever loses, like. In that match, uh, gets CM Punk, and if CM Punk wins, he gets to pick which show he wants to go on. And really, Triple H is the proxy for Stephanie uh, McMahon on Raw. You see what I'm how saying? About, how about the how, how about if CM Punk wins, he gets to fuck their wives? I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I would be. That seems like hardcore angle, but I don't know if they'd be going for that. But <laughs> well, I mean, have you seen the last <laughs> the, the Lashley and Rusev shit? Oh well. <laughs> Yeah, that's because they they don't give a shit about Rusev. <laughs> I, I know, eh? dude. But but I, I, listen, I'll admit, man. Lo, 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 as much as I hate this angle, Lana is fucking like sexy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like holy shit! Like yo, me and this other guy on Twitter, he's always um. I don't know if I want to air him out, but he's always posting about how certain uh, artists mm. in the industry are always in Saudi Arabia and not doing anything. And me and, him, me and him always come to the conclusion that everyone, everyone's selling their fucking body like, to the Saudi royals. <laughs> well, I mean, when you got fucking uh, Usher and uh, Beyonce doing, you know, concerts for like dictators and stuff. I mean, where does it? That's like the the top of it. The bottom of that are uh, all people that are trying to be saved by fucking Liam Neeson out here, you know? <laughs> The whole the whole industry, bro. Yo, listen. Honestly, I'll tell you this much. And you're a Stern fan, so you'll appreciate this. Mm. I thought there was more of a chance of Artie Lang going back to Stern before CM Punk went to WWE. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. No, because the 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 Stern stuff, even though it's like wrestling, it's not that much like wrestling. Not that much. It's a little more real than that. I, I I suspect Artie Lang will be back in the Stern show fold. Really? You think he's gonna? I mean, because he looks good now, but this is like the longest period that he's been good. I don't know how much. I, I hope he does well and never it stays off. Uh, whatever the fuck he's been on, but heroin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's starting. He's starting a podcast in like the end of like December. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he told me to call. He, t- he told the some guy. Some guy bought a message from him for me. I didn't ask him to do this. <laughs> yeah, but I thought he was gonna reject it. But then he actually. He actually did it. He did the message. He goes, and the message was, I thought he was going to reject it. Yeah. Because I said that, oh, um, admit that uh, Howard's in the Illuminati. And he actually did it. And then I tried my luck. Yo, I, uh, Leo Rush charges 20 bucks, right, for mm-hmm. a cameo. So I sent him a message saying, can you say that Vince McMahon's in the Illuminati? And uh, Leo Rush rejected my, uh, rejected my. Because uh, he's in uh, the fucking Illuminati. 
<laughs> I mean, we all know this. Roxy Toxic even knows this out here. I, I, I did a, I did a conspiracy show with no name just about the WWE back in the day. People don't even know this. I've been out here doing this forever. Dude, yeah, no, I'm doing, I've been, I've been on the, on the, on the conspiracy tip of WWE. Um, what's funny, what's funny about it is that, uh, you know, um, uh, Don, Don Callis, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he's on Conan's podcast, and a couple of weeks back, he was talking about how he's a Freemason, and he goes, and he's talking about how like the, this propaganda that's spread against Freemason. He goes, but I want to thank you guys who do the conspiracy stuff for giving us free advertising. And then somebody asked, yo, do you see McMahon at the Freemason meetings? And he didn't deny it, basically. I'm going to do a little bit right now, just a little pre-show for tomorrow night, a little uh, segment right now. I'm going to tell you, there is nothing to Freemasonry, okay? There is nothing to the actual teachings and all this stuff about it. It's There's nothing insidious about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, I know, I, but I know no, no I'm, I'm, I'm preaching right now, Hansy. Hold on. So, bad, bad. so these, so people always go, and that's why they show it on the History Channel and all this stuff, because it doesn't really mean much. But what it is telling you, it tells you to d- dismiss a lot of the other stuff that they're keeping uh, secret, which is, well, not really keeping secret. They're telling you it, they're, that they're keeping things secret, and that there's a network and fraternities out there that are able to uh, work behind the scenes as judges and people within the law and politics that run things behind closed doors because they're with their fraternity brothers, sisters, whatever. So that world does exist, but it doesn't exist necessarily in the way they think. But if you do study Freemasonry, which I have... You you will start to see that it go all goes to back to like the fucking Tower of Babel and the old Bible stuff and them trying to build like um, a tower to up to heaven to kill God and stuff like that. Like it's crazy shit, right? So it's all based off of like nonsense if you re- if you want to call it nonsense. But there is something to it. But at the end of the day, you, your plumbers and your you know your everyday people out here that are Freemasons, they don't know what the fuck's going on, but it's just like every religion or uh, political faction or anything really that's going on out here. There's a hierarchy, and the higher up you go up the chain, that's where the real knowledge is, and everybody else, they're just fucking working for the system. You get what I'm saying, Hansy? Dude, dude, I I mean, yeah, I I, I agree. (laughs) I I agree that there's like, like, like there is like, not like good, but like there's something... do Freemasonry, where it's like normal, like it, it doesn't come across kooky and all that. But then there's other shit that goes beyond like the basic meaning of Freemasonry. You know what I mean? Because right. I, I, I see people using that term a lot, uh, Freemasons and all that type of shit, right? So like you never know what's like everything gets convoluted. Everything like everyone thinks that Illuminati is Freemasonry and Satanism and all that shit gets all jumbled in together. Sometimes yep. I can't even tell which is which, basically. You know what I mean? I just know there's nefarious things, there's like nefarious agendas and things going on behind the scenes that we don't really fucking yeah. know. And that's the stuff you know? I get into, like, you know, when I talk about this stuff, which I will be, 7 p.m. tomorrow night. That's my Thursday night show. That's really how I break up all this wrestling stuff is by talking about, uh, you know, all this crazy stuff. Well, yeah, well, well dude, there's like, you know, um, um, <laughs> Like you know how I I always believe that like WWE is kind of paid by the military like the U.S. military 
to spread like you know patriotic messages throughout their history, right? Yeah, NFL I, too. I, yeah. Yeah, and, and and by the way, I'm not the only one who thinks this. Like those other podcasts who are like really leftist podcasts, they were talking about how weird it was for like John Cena to be the one that broke the news that Bin Laden was dead. Like you know what I mean? Like that 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 to me was is always like one of the weirdest fucking things. Like did I know he? people might you see no no he was just a public figure because I wasn't on Twitter the- then. Did he break the news? Because I remember The Rock did too before. Uh- Obama did like a bunch of people did because it was like two weeks before Obama announced it and he did it in the middle of uh The Apprentice <laughs> no, we, we, no, 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 that's true no, no, but uh, The Rock did it right before John Cena announced it he did he but, but all he said was I, I got some military friends and uh there's some bi- big news coming up right. and then John Cena was like the first public figure I think that was the one who kind of broke it to like the to a live audience. Well, and he it, was it in just, the Marine. It comes across like really, really. I, I never really bought into the Bin Laden's death because I thought that he died prior. Really, in my personal opinion. Yeah, um, me too. But I I always found found like that like aspect really really weird that John Cena was the, like back then. I didn't really I didn't really like. Okay, I guess it's just John Cena doing his normal military shtick. But now that I know that a lot of these guys are bought off by corporations and the military industrial and complex think the, the military's wrong it's exactly it's like what you said the military industrial complex is people that send our people out to war and stuff that's that that's the problem it's not like the military and all the people like when people hear that they think it's all like you're talking about like all these people that are giving their lives for a cause and stuff it's not that it's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, d- dude, I, I, I'm for um, um, uh, people who served in the military to get proper help from because like some of these guys, some of these guys don't go there because like they want to. It's because they have no other choice but to sign up. Like you get brainwashed into signing up for these people's wars, and then you know you come and then you come out, and then you realize, and then some of these uh, military people they realize that shit I was lied to about our cause there and then they fucking suffer a lot of mental stress so i i I have nothing against people who are genuinely good who serve who try to serve their country and they believe what they're doing is right i understand that they are not like the main issue it's more like the people in charge basically all right i get what he's saying and once again the change gears back into wrestling like uh mainly jericho (laughs) and jericho and batwoman are taking on uh SCU tonight because I can't remember his name. <laughs> Sammy Guerrero, you know uh, he's he loves Guerrero Day. <laughs> yeah, yo, he does like Batwoman. He does like Ruby, uh, that Ruby chick. Yeah, he is pretty. Don't go to prison, Batwoman. All right. Yeah, that, that guy won't last. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, but no, no, but uh, no, but uh, you didn't like Full Gear, bro, or no? No, I actually I liked it. It was it's I only watched the highlights though, but the highlights seemed like it was a good show, and I can usually gauge it by you know the main moves and what they're trying to do, the story that they put together, and you could tell everybody was into it. Um, the people that said they didn't like it or said that like Mox and uh, Kenny Omega set the wrestling business back years, I think that's fucking foolishness. Well, no, no, and this is the point that I made on Twitter is that, okay, John Moxley did an interview a few weeks back saying that he could never promise, um, like violent, vi- violent shit in WWE because, like you know, like they, they wouldn't go that extra, extra mile to right. do like something ultra violent. So when he cut that promo on AEW about seeing glorious wrestling violence, my take was. 
I mean, I, I, I know I might regret it, but the thing is, is like you can't just do a generic hardcore match if you're going to promise this kind of shit and you went off on WWE because I was worried that it was going to be like the Janela and Dean uh, Moxley match in the summer. Um, that was like, it was okay, but it was like, it was like just basic uh, WWE hardcore match, essentially. Like, it wasn't like an average that match. So, I was actually glad that they went the extra mile, even though I hope that they get their shit checked out. Because I, I, some of the shit that they did, it really was kind of cringy. Like, that Phoenix splash onto the wood, that was one of the most insane things that Kenny Omega's done. Like, like that, like, I'm surprised he's not really broken in half from doing that, man. Like, that was, like, a really fucked up spot. But, I mean, as long as, like, they're okay and they don't do this super often, I don't... I, I didn't mind it, man. I, I, th- I thought it was, like, a good change of pace for once in a while. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Nobody's seen this in quite some time, like, on a, a, a main promotion like this, you know? I mean, if you want to count Gargano and Ciampa's unsanctioned match, I mean, that was pretty violent, too, but... I thought this one was better, but I, I did like the Champa and uh, Gargano one, where they also did some fucking fucked up moves on the wood as well, like that DDT onto the wood. That was like really, really cringe-inducing. But oh. I, sorry, know? after every move, usually in in all these matches, it's oh. in the crowd. They do the the fucking O, oh, Lamar. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I hear you. Oh. So yo, so yo, 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 let me ask you this though. Um, when you on Wednesday nights, what do you find yourself watching more, like live AEW or NXT? I'm starting to lean NXT, and I, I like I said from the beginning, I honestly gave both promotions a chance because I stopped watching the NXT when um, basically when man, it was so good for a while. But I would say once Bobby Roode left and wasn't the champion anymore. I think the Undisputed Era became a thing. Ciampa, Gargano, I know a lot of people love them and they hate my take on this. But when you have this many little guys that I feel like I could beat up, all in the main roster, all in the, like the main um, championship, era, like tag teams and mid-card champion and you name it. And I love Roderick Strong and I love a, a lot of them individually. But all at the same time, and I'm just like no, so I just kind of stopped watching it, and I because I because I couldn't believe I can't believe it, you know I I just can't believe I watched the first Gargano uh, Cole match it was good, you know these guys have good matches I just don't find that they have any real character there's no there's no characters first of all and then they're all tiny so i don't care about the store any stories that they have built up it's like oh champa doesn't like gargano still or they're best friends again i don't give a shit because i think walter could uh eat both of them no i, I agree with you on walter but listen man i i thought for a while nxt was kind of stagnant with uh with Drew McIntyre on top, but like I mean, listen, man, like they had Andrade, they had Gargano, and I, listen, I, listen, did I think the Champa and Gargano feud went on a little too long, like like the way they they prolonged it? Yeah, okay, I get it, but 
but at the same time, people always long for these long wrestling feuds from the 80s and all that. I felt like Gargano and Ciampa was clo- closer to that. And the thing is, man, I, 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 I disagree with you on, like, the Undisputed Era. I, listen, I understand what you're saying by, like, they're small, but I don't think they don't have any character. Adam Cole's, like, to me, like, one of the best heels on the microphone, like, out of a lot of guys on the main roster, even. But, like, what is... What is Adam Cole? Like, if I say HBK, what do you think of? I mean, obviously a sexy boy, whatever. Though, yeah, you know, right. No, honestly, that's what it is. Little glasses, fucking, um, the, 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 what do they call those? The uh, cowboy uh, pants that he wears, the chaps. Yeah, but then, okay, but. But, but the, what the, is the, Adam Cole, baby? And that's it. What is he, a cool guy? No, I, I think they're, they're supposed to be like 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 frat dudes, basically. You know what I mean? I hate, like I, I don't I, like I, that. <laughs> but, that. But but those are the perfect heels, though. The, the frat dudes are the perfect fucking. But heels, everybody so. likes them. And, but it's not cool. Like I understand if you liked like DX when they were younger, even they were crotch chopping in their mid thirties and stuff. It was still funny. Like it was. You know, it was cool. The NWO even with the fucking uh, Kevin Nash coming out with the Tupac uh, bandana and all this. Like, it was ridiculous. But what they're doing now, it's not even over the top ridiculous. It's just like, yeah, right. We're cool. I I don't know. Okay, I I hear that. But then at the same time, it's like, okay, Shawn Michaels' character... Like po- when he came back post G Generation X and all that, post like nineties, like two thousand two, like what was his character really? He was just like they had his sexy boy character uh, music still playing, but he wasn't really doing the sexy boy thing. He just <laughs> was just a wrestler essentially. Yeah, you, I don't, I don't really like him. Uh, past two thousand four five i would say he had like a street fight with like edge or triple h and pretty much after that i think when he redid uh dx and everything that was a different Shawn michaels no no i no, i definitely agree i listen me and you probably won't agree on the adam cole undisputed <laughs> era but maybe because i'm I, I, i'm i started off not liking adam cole mm-hmm. in ring of honor but once he became a heel in Ring of Honor, I really thought that he turned his character up and he became one of the better heels in that company. And I don't know, I've been a fan since the, since then. So seeing him, like, him, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly kind of being, like, the main guys on there, it's actually been pretty fucking cool, I guess. I, listen, I, I, I can't convince you, but I, I don't know, I, I guess I, 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 don't, I don't see the detriment, like, their size is a detriment to... Uh, to, to to them, you know what I mean? Like I I, I think like in re- in real and, and what you're saying about oh everyone cheers them, but you know here's the argument about heels that I never understood. If I was a real heel in real life, right, I wouldn't be telling you guys oh I'm a heel, hate me. I would a real heel to me is somebody that makes you think they're cool, like they're brainwashing you. Brainwashing you. Mm-hmm. Like when people used to complain about the NWO, like, oh, the NWO, they acted like the cool guys, so there was a cool heel that got cheered. No, they were a cult that was basically brainwashing you into liking them. Like that's what That's what the Undisputed Era is doing. I'm trying to tell all these young people they're going to be burnt by them in the end. When they start losing uh, no, no, all the Brock Lesnar, okay, that I can that I can agree with. And the one thing, yo, you know how like Triple H was leading this NXT charge, right? It would be cool if somebody on the main roster who was on NXT pointed out, "Hey, 
you guys are all following Triple H. You're Triple H's new toys for the time being. But remember, there was a bunch of us that were Triple H's boys, and he forgot all about us. He's going to forget about you, too. Like, that should be one of the main focal folk. Like, Kevin Owens should be preaching that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like because I, I hate how in character, people who've already seen Triple H screw people over and use people, I hate when characters just willingly go with Triple H and not have any trust issues with triple h like you know what i mean like yeah, that's he, what they do though you know that, it's like kevin owens being bad one week and good the next week it's they're all over the place you know especially no, I, wwe no i agree i thought the one guy that would break that mold would be what was going to be samoa joe because when samoa joe debuted on the main roster um uh, michael cole brought up in the in the interview with them he goes why would you align yourself with triple h have you not seen what he's done to you know randy orton seth rollins or or all these guys and i was always under the impression that samoa joe was going to be the one who's revealing that he's using triple h and that he was going to turn on triple h because i was actually wanting a triple h and samoa joe feud actually like that, that was like actually one feud i wanted to see because yeah i love I, samoa joe i think jimmo uh jimmo was so Samoa Joe is hurt uh, once again, so he'll be coming back eventually. He is out here, though. He's been talking to the media and everything else, so we'll see him again. And uh, and we're about to go watch some AEW and NXT. Hansi, thanks for coming on again, bro. I'll be on all week, so maybe I'll have you call in uh, tomorrow night or the next night. I've got got the conspiracy show with no name tomorrow night. No wrestling. I don't want you wrestling motherfuckers coming in here. I want you coming in here full brains intact in your head. I'll, yo, I'll come in for the conspiracy show, but dude, uh, seriously, thanks for having me on. And dude, listen, I wasn't really offended that you're your sky. I was just joking around with you. You know what I mean? Oh, so I know. Yeah. yeah, but 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 I love coming on here and talking with you, bro. You're 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 a cool cat, bro. Well, thank you, and thank you, everybody out here in the crowd in the huge inverse on the chat and all that. I'll be talking to all you guys. Maybe I'll be doing some gaming again of Twitch. You know, go check it out. I'll be, uh, I'll play games with you if you get the same games. I'll hang out with you and chat about wrestling and all the rest. Shout out to Roxy Toxic overseas. It's one a.m. over there. I know how this works now. California in the house, who's actually backwards. It is early over there, five o'clock. Everybody getting out of work on the West Coast. Shout out to all you people around the world. I'll be back tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Conspiracy show with no name. I'm going to be laying out exactly what this is about and what we're going to be getting into into the future since it will be a weekly occurrence on Thursday nights. Join me for that. Lit Manus, Wit Manus, whatever you want to call him. He's coming on Friday night. Smackdown pre-show. So check that out. And I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good night. Run it back. Dustin, you know, Dustin sucks. You laugh at my face. Shut your mouth. Kenny Omega. What a dynamic performer. What a fantastic, tremendous performer. He's not the best in the world. The best is the world. I like turtle.
I'm going to use my mind because what's going to happen is you're going to go to hit me and I'm going to miss. Hello. This is Marta the Mock Martinez from Lucha Underground. And you are watching the Dr. Hugenstein podcast. <laughs> Oh yes, we are back. It is Wednesday, AEW NXT night, Survivor Series. Uh, what's that other thing? Takeover weekend, War Games. Get like and share and subscribe and. The Sleaze is here with me tonight, everybody. Look, gaze and gawk upon legendary brother, Greg, Matt Diesel. You know what to do. Hit all the buttons, and thank you very much for doing that, because we're going to be here tonight pounding away on this Wrestle Talk. Pounding. Like, pounding. <laughs> we're going to pound it out tonight gonna ground and pound this business you know what i'm saying that's right mac diesel shout out to you bbc greg out in in the place biscuit butt correspondent uh what's going on with this alexa bliss i actually didn't even write this down but we may have to have a isn't alexa bliss pregnant right now what is she not injured she's pregos austin forever i don't want to spread rumors but this is what i heard you know, but we got more, more more on that later, I guess, right? Right now, Sleaze, we have fucking breaking news. This is breaking news. Oh my God, what the fuck just happened? Jim Cornette resigned earlier today. It's hard to do breaking news with the internet, you know, but it, it happened. Maybe you haven't heard if you haven't been fucking on your phone at your job all day, you know, so... That's what's going on. He resigned, Sleaze, from NWA, and you know why, right? He didn't resign. He got fired. <laughs> Come <laughs> on. Okay. People are saying... I like how yeah. they make that. I, I like how they make that, like, politically correct. Oh, mm-hmm. he, he stepped down. No, he got fired. Yeah. Hey, uh, the God is in the house and Red Bull star. What do you guys think about this? Because it seems to be very uh, polarizing. You got a lot of people that are like, oh, that joke wasn't even offensive and blah, 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 and he should stay, and this sucks, and I'm not watching NWA anymore. And then you got all the other people that, he was always a racist, and he's a Nazi, and he does this, and he makes fun of mentally ill people, and all this business. Uh, So, where do you stand? Or are you standing in the middle with Dr. Huge? I'm, I'm standing in the middle. And reason being is it's Jim Cornette. You know, he's one of my idols. And I, the only people I've seen him made fun of is uh, Butterfaces. That's you know? true. That's it. Butterface. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't agree with what he said, you know, in this day and age. Um, but I stand with him. You know, I did, <laughs> him resigning, you know, in a... In a throwback type of uh, organization such as NWA, mm-hmm. you know, I think is a little ridiculous, um, but I can see why they did that. All right. And Nick Aldis even came out with a statement saying, you know, all the things a champion would say, you know, kind of catering to the crowd. I believe he's a super over baby face. I'm not 
100% on that because he seems to... Uh, I haven't been watching that long, you know what I mean? But I assume he's a good guy, and he's on board with, you know, this is not what NWA is all about, and blah, whatever. But uh, I am kind of with Mac Diesel. I'm with you a little bit. But like I said, everything is a gray area. It was just a stupid joke, uh, I-, I believe. You got to let things... Uh, simmer for a while and let it sink in you know at first you're like what the fuck when i first saw jordan miles t-shirt i was like what the fuck is this right and then after a while i'm like oh they had other t-shirt colors and you know he approved it originally and like his gimmick is a smile i'm like oh well i did i think (laughs) that whole jordan miles thing is stupid i think he was the one that dug into that Nobody else saw it but him. Right, but this and nobody feels, else would have realized it up until he pointed it out. This you know? feels like that though, in a way where it's like, could it be he like he was just if he mentioned cheeseburgers instead of, you know, fried chicken, then Ethiopia would have made more sense because they're skinny and starving supposedly. If if that's any better for anybody, right? It it, it was choice of words. I mean, it, it was a stupid decision to make. A fried chicken joke, you know, in that context, <laughs> mm. like we were talking off the air. Yeah. If you said, you know, steak or cheeseburgers or ice cream or fucking anything else would have been fine. Yeah. And I'll, uh, yeah, I'll send you a uh, Dr. Huge T-shirt, even overseas. I'll have to uh, get all the details on that. Now that I have my special P.O. box, so people can send me toys like you can see in right. the background, you know, like an adult. Yeah, like an adult. That's why I have a P.O. box, please. Not for business. Toys. I'm I'm waiting for one hour tea to still send me a (laughs) T-shirt. That's right. Tuesday night sleaze, right? (laughs) Right. Still waiting. (laughs) And if you don't know, uh, Tuesday night sleaze apparently is Joey Ryan, but uh, we've been doing Monday night sleaze for, you know, ever. Yeah. So. It was a battle. But, you know, everybody's biting our style out here. But not right. to get off this corny thing too soon, especially with Hansy here. I want to see some uh, Stephen King type writing out there. Big, long paragraphs about this, Hansy. Or maybe you can even join us in this call if I can ever figure out how to do all that. You know? Speaking of Stephen King, did you see the promo that CM Punk did on Tom Arnold? Not on Tom Arnold, no. It was the greatest promo of the fucking year. Was it the best it was, in the world? Like I, I, I watched it five times, and I'm like, <laughs> these are what promos are supposed to be. Like we've been, we've been bitching about CM Punk for years, mm-hmm. but it's like it was the it was the first moment that I was like, you know what, this business does need him. Like holy crap, it was good because I guess Tom Arnold, Arnold came out and said he'd kick his ass, and you know he was a shell of himself, and he's like 150 pounds and stuff. So he, CM Punk comes on and and total shoot fucking promo the shit out of him. Wow. Tom Arnold, Tom Barr. That's yeah. How so I one, know of, one of the, one of the little uh, stings he gave him. He said, "This is coming from a guy that has a Roseanne Barr tattoo that's covered now by a Stephen King tattoo." Because uh, oh, I guess he was making fun of CM Punk's tattoos, Mickey Mouse tattoos. I'm coming through low because I think Skype does that. So Skype sucks. You want to turn? You want to turn down a little bit, sleaze, and I can max my shit out. I'm, like, basically off at this point. Really? Like it's crazy how shitty that app is. Better. 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 That's good. 
Yeah, I'm, that's I'm good. How, how is this now? Is a thing? Yeah, because editing this shit is fucking horrendous too. So follow the podcast. You know, I don't want to do that for right. nothing. Thank you. Which brand will win at Survivor Series? I hope not NXT. Well, if you're keeping score overall, they'll probably make it some kind of a tie. I would assume. That's usually how it works out. Or well, you're not usually. I guess one wins. Who who would win? Right, Ross. You can't pick. Uh, it can't be NXT. It would have well, to rumor be. Rumor has it, Justin, that Triple H is going to be joining NXT. Oh, oh, it makes so, sense. Does make sense. He does like to that, wrestle. That that fucking changes things. Mm-hmm. He does win a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he does, you know, run the company. I mean, I, wouldn't Fox be mad if a USA company, which there are two of them, compared to the, or brands? For USA compared to Fox's one, wouldn't Fox need to kind of get the win on that or even break even? Fox seems to be pissed off at everything. Like, seriously. Like, did they really look into this product when they signed this contract? Because, they, you know, like, everything they're doing, they seem to be bitching about. You like the Fox t-shirts when they invaded on Monday Night Raw when we were there? Yeah. <laughs> Those really stuck out. Yeah. Like, you know damn. that they made them do that. Mm-hmm. I'm a SmackDown fan. I hope they win. I actually, I'm starting to c- come around. I like SmackDown as well. It's been really good the past couple of weeks. I don't care what people say, Sleaze. I like that Hell in a Cell match with mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins. That shit was made sense. <laughs> Believe it or not, yeah, it wasn't supposed to be a DQ and all this stuff. But, I, you know, you got to stop people from murdering each other, right? So... If you work right. that angle in, Bill. And then, what's the other stupid thing that happened? Uh, you know, the whole Baron Corbin and the big dog and all, which is hilarious. And it's people hilarious. It. Even CM Punk hates it. That's the only thing he doesn't know what he's talking about so far. <laughs> because we listened to it before Raw, and we were giggling like fucking schoolgirls. Yeah. It was hilarious. I played that a hundred times last week i still have the roman reigns song stuck in my head because of uh the big dog mascot and the the little dog in the background with the tail going oh it's fantastic you're all gonna get out your little doggy poop bags out, and then you can come out here and scrape up the big dog's excrements and take him home as souvenirs oh wow <laughs> that's gold I like that. What is there not to like about that entire storyline? Vince is a genius, everybody. You guys, you're just like 10 steps behind. You don't realize that most of the crowd are children, and then the other part of the crowd are just, you know, mostly uh, imbeciles. So, Mm. right, zombie? You got to simple down your thought process for the majority of that crowd. And poop bags. Who doesn't yeah. think poop bags? You don't like that pooper scooper line? Come on. It's such good shit. If, if only Ambrose could do this, right? But he can't. Right. Right. He has to go be Moxley. And he has to, uh, you know, gimmick up all these uh, trash barrels and barbed wire nets and, you know, candy glass all over the ring and... and fucking give middle finger i don't you know what i'm i don't really like moxley in AEW. do you no i'm over it. Hmm. it they're trying too hard 
You know, I said it a while back. I think the entire organization is just trying too hard. You know, they're trying too hard with stuff that they shouldn't be trying hard with. But like the storylines and stuff, they're not trying at all. It's it's very bizarre. Yeah, with Dean Ambrose, well, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, whatever. You know, I, Dean Ambrose was hard to like and hard for me to warm up to and be entertained by. And John Moxley is just a little amped up version of that. So yeah. it's just doing absolutely nothing for me. And I'm bringing this up because he's taking on Darby All In tonight. That's what I call him. And the other thing is, and, and putting that match aside, because I, I haven't seen that yet, they're using the same, like, ten people. Like, every time I'm on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, like, and you see the promos for the next shows for AEW, it's the same people. You know who else does that? WWE. <laughs> well, yeah. They're tr- I think they're trying to do what they do. And which makes sense in a way. You want to, you know, showcase your people in what are supposed to be really good storylines week to week. So you keep joining and, you know, watching the same stuff to keep up with the story. But, you know, we know that's not the case over WWE. It's really hard. Except for that Lana Rusev story. They're making sense out of it, or at least they're trying their best. But it's a week to week storyline that's not disappearing like the Mike and Maria, right? But you said it a couple of times in that statement. It's story. Mm-hmm. You know, AEW will be like, well, the Young Bucks versus whoever the fuck. And there's no storyline to it. And then two weeks, you know, after that, the Young Bucks facing the same people. There's no storyline to it. Well, it's somewhat. I, I don't know how much you've been watching, but I know LAX or whatever the fuck they call themselves. Tito Ortiz. Yeah, it's Tito and it's Ortiz, I believe. Uh, they uh, are... <laughs> They're um, beefing right now with the Young Bucks because they beat up the Rock and Roll Express. And, um, you know, there's shenanigans going on between them. So there's something I just, I haven't followed along closely because I'm bouncing back and forth between NXT and AEW. Whatever catches my eye, that's what I stay and watch. And as soon as I go to commercial, I'll switch to the other one. If it doesn't grab me, I'll go right back. You know what I mean? And I'm... I'm keeping it even, but I'm starting to lean NXT. But I think that's generally what's going on. They're trying to do stories, both both companies. It's just they're not hitting the marks on. They're not good. Any of them, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what the problem is. Maybe the storylines <laughs> just aren't good. And Terry's in the house and Red Bull star. And Bill, once again, thank you for the super hearts, peoples out here. All right, so. Has, has Bill gotten a picture yet? No, not yet. He's still WB. He's Good. still warning the brother. <laughs> so how about this story? Enough of that cornet stuff and all this other stuff. Randy Orton taking on Tony Khan in the Twitters. The back and forth was pretty good. And it started out like this with CM Punk. Huh? How about that? CM Punk tweets, you know, and throws Tony Khan's name in there. Shut up, everybody. And throws Jesus. And, and ats Tony Khan with, you know, all the WWE peoples because he's going to be talking about wrestling the next couple of uh, days, weeks, months, who knows how long. And Tony Khan had said something to the effect of... Uh, well, let me see this. 
Sounds like a plane full of wrestlers in Saudi Arabia. You know, them being disgruntled or whatever, whatever the fuck CM Punk wrote. And then Orton, that's when he responded. And he put up some story about some guy that's disgruntled that works for his father because his father owns a soccer team overseas, which are just as wealthy, if not more wealthy, than the uh, NFL teams, which he does yeah. own one of those. And um, so everybody's kind of like, whoa, Orton kind of went out of bounds with that. He went there, right? So then Con fires back and is like, uh, you used to say the N-word on Twitch. So it's just back and forth like, oh, oh. oh. You like I, it, I, I, There's something I want to say, but I don't want to. <laughs> like, I, do, I really, really want to. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, we have connections in AEW. Um, as, a, as, a, as a CEO or a millionaire or a businessman of that magnitude and all that shit, why would you, like, belittle yourself and your company by sitting there and getting into a sparring match on Twitter with anybody, regardless if it's a Randy Orton or it's a guy down the street? Like, I, I, I was totally disappointed, honestly, in Tony Khan for even indulging in that crap. Like, make one comment, that's it. You know, make it good because you're supposed to be a billionaire or millionaire and da-da-da. Because now, nothing for nothing, you seem like a kid that got his money from your parents. <laughs> like, to me. That's my personal opinion. Like, and you're I, the AEW guy. It's just very below his, what, his, what his entire life is. You know, ah, that's true. And I heard also there's another story. Well, I, I don't want to dis Orton here either, even though he's saying the N word on Twitch. Leave that to me, buddy. All right. Thank you. <laughs> um, he called him the Jacksonville Dixie, like Jacksonville Dixie Carter. <laughs> <laughs> and then I heard a story about Eric Bischoff uh, on his 83 weeks there. And thank you for being a super harder in the past, Eric Bischoff. Shout out to you. He knows. He recognizes the hugest talents along with the sleaze. Thank you. Right. So uh, Eric Bischoff said he went to this uh, birthday party for Tony Schiavone. And Mark Madden was speaking. They always, you know, they're roasting each other and shit. They're being the boys and whatnot. So uh, Mark Madden sees Tony Khan sitting in the crowd and says, uh, oh, there's the money, Mark. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, says something like, how many, uh, you know, vice president executives do you need over there, right? And then he stormed off. And that was the story because Eric Bischoff says he uh, wanted to meet Tony Khan. Never, you know, probably wants to get in there now that uh, Vince McMahon fired him. Somebody's going to be fired. Yeah, somebody was fired, Vince. He'll get it one day. But It seems like Eric Bischoff had a stroke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this isn't the Eric Bischoff from, like, even five years ago. Like, mm -hmm. even even his exit out of WWE and, you know, you get the reports of uh, him not giving a shit when he was there. And, you know, he was in the cafeteria half the time. And, like, did he have a stroke? <laughs> shit. Dare you, This was a big-time player, you know, at one time. And it's, he just seems ridiculous now. How dare you, Sleaze? He's given me a dollar. That's fine. <laughs> I'm shilling for Eric Bischoff these days. 
I'm just, I, this isn't a knock on him. I'm just concerned for his health. Mm-hmm. You got to make that it was rain a good over fucking here. comeback from that. <laughs> yeah. He'll <laughs> <laughs> understand now. Uh, yeah. I like how Jericho is in the middle of giving Doc and Sleaze the finger. Not us. He's giving you guys the finger. He loves us. Except he for that loves us. one time he probably got me suspended off of Twitter. Maybe. That was out of love. Mm-hmm. He did call me a stupid idiot one time. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. That was one of the highlights of this show. Yeah. He's flipping off specifically Beast the God out there. Right. Specifically. Beast him. the God. Yep. I heard he was a Nazi. He likes NWA white power with the three R's. You know, that wow. TV show. Mm. And all my mother tweets I've seen. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> er, er. Well, that's the name of the show, you know, NWA, or NWA Power with the three R's er. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the extra R's for racism. Mm hmm. So watch I out for that guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what's going on tonight? NXT, we got uh, Raw Invasion, SmackDown Invasions. Like when we went to Rossley's this past week, tons of invading going down. Um, yeah. Maybe even for Justin, some face invading, you know, later on that night because he was uh, <laughs> getting he was getting his uh, party on, that guy. you seen yeah. it. Everybody saw it. The whole interweb saw it when he was dancing and sweet. We were in. He's loving life. Oh, yeah, look out for my Twitter because I have a uh, special treat that I'm going to do with that footage <laughs> in the future, the near future. Yeah, Justy, he can't, he can't stop partying, man. He can't. You know, I don't want to talk bad about our friend when he's not here, but, you know, we, we go to Raw, we have a good time, fucking drinks, all that stuff. Like, and then we drop him off. We think the night is over, you know, and, and he texts me when I'm, I'm – Going home with the doctor. Hey, ended up going to the the foxy lady. Which if <laughs> if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's a strip club. Yeah, boobies. You know, he, he dropped you know a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> Night wasn't over. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably still getting over that Monday Night Raw party he had. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's what happens when you start at what five in the afternoon or five in the evening, rather. Yeah. Right. He was drunk when we met up. <laughs> Crazy. This guy is nuts. Yeah, it's a good time. Maybe we'll we'll have a giveaway someday, Sleaze, where you can like go to a show with Why You Just Incredible without the E and babysit him. <laughs> <laughs> is that really a gift? I mean <laughs> That's what the fun will be about it. Like how Howard Stern used to uh handcuff people together and send yeah. them here for twenty four yeah. hours. We'll handcuff you to Justin for twenty four hours. You get some soccer mom that wins, you know what I mean, <laughs> and goes with Justin. Oh, boy. Can't imagine those Instagram posts. So, you know, a lot of people are freaking out. They're like, tonight's show is going to be amazing for AEW. I'm not seeing it. Like you said, there's a lot of the same matches that are going on, Ray Phoenix and Nick Jackson. Um, it's just like, what, what the, the hell, hell is going to be amazing about it? Has anyone said um, it's AEW sleaze. How dare oh, you? Oh, I forgot. And hey, Roxy. Yeah, we were at Raw. That's why, you know, couldn't we couldn't 
broadcast from Hugen Studios and uh, the sleazy compound. No. We do have behind-the-scenes audio that I will uh, be given to the doctor. So just wait for that wait fun for that. shit, too. Mm-hmm. You can secretly record people in this state, I believe. <laughs> Maybe not a few other states. I've been doing it for years. <laughs> the sleaze will, is definitely going to take on the whole CM Punk role of podcasts when he starts getting libel cases and sued and <laughs> over podcasts. <laughs> right. Definitely not from um, Justin, though. He doesn't care. When it comes to that, I'm the best in the world. Or me. I would never do that. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, Sleaze. I heard NXT is going to be good. Yeah. We are so lucky we were in a suite. We had a waiter that quit on us right when we walked in. <laughs> we had a, you know, a whole bunch of bars around us with no line that wouldn't service beer after 10 o'clock. You know, it was amazing. Yeah. They wouldn't turn on the TV for us in the suite. Um, we couldn't do anything. It was great. It was great. We had a guy that literally, we couldn't get into the door yeah, we with their electronic in. fob thing. And he was like, I don't fucking know. He's like, why don't you walk around and bang on the window to get back in? Yeah, I'm like, you, you know, to a bunch of strangers that were in the room that don't even know us. <laughs> oh, man. It's not funny. I, I wish I wish that guy had a name tag because I would name drop the shit out of him right now. Oh, he was terrible. That guy was a dick the entire night. I just have to assume that all wrestling fans are treated like this at the Boston Garden. I just have to assume that because they were like, as soon as we walked in. 8.04, we're right in there, we're talking to the guy, I'm looking at the clock, and he goes, last call, I'm pretty much done for the night, you're not going to be seeing me, blah, 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 like something had just happened. And this is when we got there. We didn't even take our fucking jackets off. <laughs> right. <laughs> and this guy comes in and says, you guys need anything, because it's last call, you know, before the show even starts. So they basically don't give you service for wrestling people. You don't get service, apparently. No. Because I've been there for Celtics games and suites, and you get service. They want to yeah. sell you, shit. You got your own fucking, you know, bartender. You got your TV. All that. Mm-hmm. Your own pizza. Yep. We said, hey, can you turn the TV on? And the guy goes, not the, not the dickhead. Let's just call him dickhead. Another <laughs> guy comes in. And uh, Justin says, can you turn the TV on? And he's like, uh, I don't know how to work TVs, apparently. Mm -hmm. And then he calls somebody, and guess who it is? It's the fucking dickhead. Yeah, and then that guy and comes dickhead in. dickhead goes, oh, um, yeah, I'm not turning that on. It was terrible. Sure. It was terrible. The show was actually pretty good. I was entertained by the show. Um, but, yeah, that whole experience in a suite for a – I've never been in there for a wrestling event. It's still cool. I would do it. Maybe where you're at, the people aren't as uh, ornery and douchey as how they are here. Yeah. So. And, and that, that uh, shit. and that sausage was the shits. Uh, yep. The jabroni said. Yeah, the jabroni had the shits, I think. Yep. You know? And the jabroni loves his food, and he knows what's good food. And he was like, that sausage was 
what Bret Hart? It's the shits. It's the shits. Mm. The Pro- shits. Probably had the shits later too from it. Wait, what was that? <laughs> I just couldn't believe, like, going to get drinks at 10 o'clock when the show stops at, let's say, because of the dark matches and all that. I, was it even 10 o'clock or was it earlier? No, they stopped it. Uh, they said, nope, no more drinks at 10. And they took a commercial, like, right at 10. They just locked everything up right before we yeah. came out. It's almost like they were saying, fuck you. Pretty like, much. Fuck this, fuck this crowd. It's almost like they were doing that. Maybe because they assumed that they weren't getting tipped. Well, congratulations, you're definitely not now. You took the night off, you told us, but you were still there. Think, yeah, that think was about the that. Thing. He, the guy goes, we're short-staffed. That's why we're doing last call. But everywhere you, you look, there were tons of people yeah, it's like, working there. And then that guy was there the entire fucking night. It was ridiculous. That's all I have to say. We're not going to keep bitching like a wrestler talking about an airline. But it is what it is. But we know what we got now over there. I'm sure uh, the dunk is way better. I wonder how, they're, uh, how they treat their wrestling fans in their suites. You know, all the big ballers like uh, the sleaze and why too just incredible without the E and the huge. We're going to treat us properly. Right. Should be wiping uh, Justin's ass when he comes out of that, our private bathrooms. Right. With a handkerchief, yeah, wa- not even toilet warm one. paper. Nice warm one. Get it all warm out. Warm one. Warm and moist. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible because, you know, we always say, hey, we're, we're from, you know, the Boston area, yada, yada. We're going to Raw at fucking, you know, in Boston. And it was the fucking worst experience. <laughs> no, we're from Providence now, by the way. So yeah, said. we're from Providence now. <laughs> Fuck Boston. It was like that too, though, you know, when we when we went to the fucking con that one time. You know, it, it was just uh, the surrounding area. That fucking con was shit. It was they were having the race wars and stuff. What are you talking? Crap. about? Oh, Providence is great. Oh, the Boston con. Wait, which? What yeah, you... I think it was the. Uh, what did we go to? The Walker Stalker con up there. Walker Stalker. Yes, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. 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 That was a nightmare to get into, but that's a whole other story. Anyway. Right. Providence loves the Dr. Huge show. They love us. Well, Boston loves us, too. Just not the the employees of the Boston Garden, I guess. That fucking guy. I thought The Rock was going to come up and uh, join us in the suite. Then we would have had proper service, but right. you know, he must have had the night off or something. So, True story. Yeah. All right, one more match uh, for AEW that I know of. Private Party versus Santana and Ortiz. Actually, is there still a thing going on between them and the Young Bucks? Maybe I got it all wrong because <laughs> they don't have any storylines. <laughs> I don't know. Why, is it, why is it that Jim Cornette gets fired for racism, but they have a Mexican tag team mm-hmm. called fucking Tito Ortiz or whatever in fucking <laughs> whatever the fuck. fuck Mexican name the other guy is? Okay. It, that's well, my t- point. I, just, I think Tito Ortiz is an MMA question. fighter. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't know. Get it. People are selectively pissed off about racism. That's their names, though, probably, and they they love the. His, well, you know how it is. You can be proud about certain cultures, but not others, right? Because then it's just viewed as uh, 
you know, white power and things. I'm sure Hansi will inform you on all this later. Of course. Hansi knows all that. All right. Go listen to Hansi, everybody. He'll tell you about the white power. You don't... White power. I got to get you on uh, tomorrow or the next day, Hansi, or maybe even next week if it takes that long, because I know you're a superstar. But... I need to get your t- your Jim Cornette takes. Maybe even write them down. Maybe. I do that sometimes. I like writing all my thoughts down, or, or I'm just going to forget them because I'm an idiot. I'm going to uh, take a quick break because I'm going to go break this dog's face. Hold all right, don't, don't beat him up too bad this time, okay? And he's not going to do that, all right? We're joking. That's what's called jokes. See? We couldn't be on NWA Power either. We would be right off there. They would run with all, everything we've been saying. <laughs> ANJ Knight, legendary brothers back brother dude. Oh, we got many other things to go over, but that's all the stuff I had for uh, AEW. Uh, He's oh, fine. Don't worry. All right, good. <laughs> he really goes out there and then he cuddles him. He's like, you Okay. He pets yeah. him. You okay, buddy? <laughs> Comes back. He's an asshole. I'm going to kill this dog. <laughs> <laughs> and thank Pretty you for the shares, everyone, especially Roxy. I see you out here. Still salty. How dare you? Don't be salty. All right. Salty. Don't be salty. Why are they salty? I don't even know anymore. I don't know what to talk about because everything I keep looking at on my uh, paper here doesn't interest me. So I just assume it doesn't <laughs> interest anybody else. But how about this? All right. CM Punk. Everybody likes CM Punk. Let's whoop it up, sleaze. C- C-M-Punk, they were doing that the other night, by the way, multiple times. Could you hear it through the TV, everyone? Because I haven't seen the show on TV, obviously. And in the meantime, uh, CM Punk is now uh, having a little rivalry, not only with Tom Arnold, but with none other than... (laughs) That guy, Seth Rollins. The Kingslayer. What do you think about Kingslayer, Seth Rollins? Or he's Beast Slayer now, come on. He's the the King Beast Slayer. (laughs) Yeah, he's the... Yeah, King Beast Slayer. That makes all the sense in the world, I guess. You know, we had a good time. Um, when after the CM Punk things, and I would like to challenge the entire huge inverse to to do this when you go to live events, because some of these chants are really stupid, obviously, and the whole CM Punk and blah blah blah. So what we were doing is we were picking um, pretty much nonchalant fucking talent from like the '80s, and we were chanting their names, <laughs> you know, like uh, like uh, Brutus Beefcake. Yeah, we were chanting that, and only two people liked it. so i'd like to i'd like to hear that at the next raw or Mm -hmm. smackdown sd jones sd jones yep junkyard dog (laughs) let's go come on big john stud right yeah big john stud would have beaten all these motherfuckers these days he's big he should he deserves a chance he was big like big show big almost pretty damn close uh-huh. So do that. Next time you guys are at a uh a hey. TV taping. Yep. All right. Get your friends together, select a uh a really good name. Super Dragon. Like the, even, right. You know, like even you could you could do it from the 50s and 60s. 
You know, because it's about as relevant as people fucking chanting CM Punk. Mr. Hans in the house. What's going on with you? And Tara says, is it true that AJ is going to come back? Or was it just clickbait? AJ is going to come back. He's, oh, AJ Lee? Because when you spell it capital A, capital J out there, so you know, that's AJ Styles. That's capital AJ a, Styles. Capital A, lowercase j. That's uh, little AJ for uh, CM Punk. CM Punk's right. AJ. So. She ain't coming back. No. <laughs> CM Punk she went with her husband back. to work. Come on. If CM Punk comes back and wrestles in a wrestling ring, he's getting a shitload of money, and he's only going to do it like a Goldberg schedule because I don't know if you've heard this, Lee's, but Goldberg's coming back. Oh, thank God. <laughs> he's going to save wrestling. Yeah, I hope so because he's the one. He's going to hurt somebody else. Fantastic. We need evil Seth Rollins to come back and buckle bomb Goldberg. Yep. Just once and for all. You know what that I think means. When, I think when people uh, go to retire, they should just wrestle Seth Rollins. <laughs> and he buckle bombs him. Yeah. Well, he makes sure they don't come back. Because <laughs> he's so unsafe. That's the shits. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget anything. All right. Maybe when I get older, I'll forget. But I'm not going to forget these things right now. Not anytime right. soon. I don't care if he apologized a million times. That's the, the shit. He hurt Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. He uh, broke John Cena's nose. He's so evil, Seth Rollins. <laughs> Come back Can to I us. Can I make a point real quick, not to cut you off? Mm-hmm. But we were saying this for months and months, and we haven't talked about this as well. It was more so towards uh, 205 Live. But that has disappeared. How much better is Finn Balor in NXT? And we fucking said that, that he should go down to NXT or 205 Live. Yep. Another goddamn prophecy from the Doc- Dr. Huge show that panned off. Mm-hmm. I, I, we're right just about everything. Just about. Especially that one. Like, when we're really, like, animate about it, like... And we talk about it for months, <laughs> like we did right. with that. Then yes. And everybody's like, "Oh no, no, that kid, that shouldn't happen." Hold on, let no. me let me see if I can get both of you like this. Uh oh, we got rid of the sleaze. Let me get the sleaze back. I know how to do this now. We've done this before, Hansy. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and how are you doing, by the way? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Doing great. More good wrestling tonight. So I'm digging it. How do you, by the way, how do you add more people to the call anyways? You press an ad. It's like a little person with a plus sign next to it. Oh, okay, okay. Sleaze, you with us? <laughs> it doesn't sound like he is. I, I'm calling right now. Sleaze. Sleaze. All right, not in this call. Oh fuck! I, I'm sorry for messing that up. No, 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 you're fine. We gotta figure this out someday. We, you know, might as well do it in the middle of the show. I, I think <laughs> I should. I think I should let you guys call me instead of me interrupting the call. I guess. Oh yes, that would make way more sense. Okay. Uh, how? But how come I can't get a hold of him right now? There he oh, is. No, no, no. What? There he is. We did it. We're so good at this. Guys. I was so confused as to what the fuck was going on right. <laughs> I can't see him yet, though, but maybe that'll take a second. There you go. There he is. 
in all my glory. So what's going on, Hansy? What are your thoughts on all this wrestling stuff, especially the coronet stuff? What, what okay, are your l- listen, I, I have a wild-ass fucking theory that most people probably won't agree with. I believe these. Ins- I, I believe that we're on the fucking verge of change going on, and instead of just changing it, like I would, just you know, m- systemically, I think they do these social media type of storylines to get us all fucking riled up and to have some type of change. Like people keep saying, "Well, Cornette got fired." My personal opinion: whenever these guys get quote unquote canceled, they're gonna leave the system anyways. It's just they needed a fucking a good way to do it where we're all arguing with each other. So what I'm saying is everyone that's saying that he's a victim, no, Cornette was going to always, like, it was on that verge. Like, I, I was even counting it down because the last couple of months, he's been really, really offensive with some of the shit he's been saying, right? So I knew that this was going to happen. And I, I'll, I'll let you in on, on another secret. I, j- just to warn you before Jerry Lawler or Ric Flair get canceled. I guarantee you before they leave the system, they will say something that's inappropriate or do something inappropriate, and people are going to be like, well, he got canceled for that. It's Dude, it, it's, it's a marketing tool for all fucking sides, basically. That's, my, that's just my point of view. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying that I have all the answers, but I, I see how this game is played, and I know that, the, that like the, the, this is the way that they go at it with it. You know what I mean? So if, if I'm going to... Uh... You know, off to different uh, ventures, then I should I should say something really offensive before I leave this show. Well, no, no, no. Well, what, what will happen with you? What will happen with you is that that if you blow up, sleaze, if you blow up, right? You. I am a, blown up. No, no. If you have a few years of being clean in the system, then you'll say something inappropriate, and then they'll pull up some of your old Doctor Huge shows and going. Well, he always said inappropriate stuff, and then they'll cancel you. It, it, dude, it, it's it's basically a game now, how, how this is all played. I'm just trying to figure it out. But, again, I could be wrong, but, again, I, I just don't – I knew that this was going to happen sooner or later with Cornette. Like, it, it, was, it was leaning towards that way for the longest time, especially when he just called Justin Roberts recently for no reason at all, basically, a pedophile. Um, for no fucking reason. I have no idea. I have like I a bunch of his books signed that I'm going to be giving away, by the way, for the holidays. <laughs> 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 it, oh, it, Hansy, and you know, I totally agree with you in a lot of ways, except for, yeah, the, the, the whole, um, this is going to bring about some kind of s- systemic change. It is one massive marketing ploy in a way. By a lot of people, like I said, I kind of I understand what you're saying. Like he's been coming on and being a little more, like because you can't you can't even be edgy. So if you just go, I'm gonna be that edgy guy. It's like try being uh, Andrew Dice Clay from uh, 1989 right now. You know, good luck with that career. You know, but, but but you see, I disagree because there are a lot of comedians that are still who have not been canceled yet. Like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. They're their shit is still fucking um, supposedly cutting edge. Has anyone complained about them? Not I guess. yet, like you said. Not no, yet. No, no, not yet. But I guarantee you when Danny DeVito is going to get canceled for something, they'll go, hey, you know, Danny DeVito did blackface on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. All right, here's like, a question you know, for you then. It, should people get canceled, period, no matter what they say or do? Well, see, they, start, they started out by making it seem like it's inappropriate stuff, uh, like, right? But then later, instead of telling you, like, I, I wouldn't, like, listen, I wouldn't be shocked if you found out 
because and the reason why I'm saying this is because Santino made this accusation against Cornet. And it didn't go anywhere, but I thought that it was a seed being planted when this is all going down. But he called Cornette a rapist one time, and it didn't go anywhere. But I guarantee you, uh, in a couple of months, you'll probably find out that Cornette did something fucked up like that. And then you go, oh, now you're going to... See, instead of just coming out with what he did actually bad, they're going to build it up with something like this. So first you go... Oh, come on, dude. That was just a stupid joke. What, what are you talking about? Then other audio came out where he's basically using the N-word. I don't know if you noticed that one. And I'm telling you, dude, it's like the old guard is being positioned out. The old, Like, dude, it's going to happen to all these old old guard guys like Vince McMahon, Jerry Lawler, um, Ric Flair. Like, dude, I'm, I'm just warning you. Just, just, you you'll oh, see I see. I, I know what's happening. It's just... It's weird, in a, and I'm not saying, like, I, I don't, whether they use these words or whatever, I, I always take in the context, the, the, these time periods, how old these fucking people are, all the rest of it. You know what I mean? There are a lot of changes being made very drastically uh, lately, uh, wrestling, political, otherwise, whatever, whether people like it or not, and there's, like, all these new ideas coming and rushing in with, a, like, a, the younger generation. And just because, you know, you have all these people that are the so-called slave drivers, you know, out there that are in the NFL and WWE, I, I just can't... If you're going to bring down the whole system, you can't... If it just changes, it's going to change into other evil hands. It's always going to be... Well, the, that's why you need, like, people of all fucking, you know, you know gender, races, and, and all, like... All, like all, all these things that have a say in shit. Like you know what I mean. I know, I know what you're saying. But you can't I, have it. You can't have a, genders out there, Hansy. And you can't have a say if if you're canceled in a way. Like if you're not in the system, like you keep saying, which is basically being able to speak on social media and a bunch of different platforms, uh, being able to handle uh, business in the country and all this stuff. Simply because you know people seeing you say stuff online, it's like I think yeah. that's that's going too far. You. The freedom of speech thing should be able to uh, not keep Cornette his job. He was smart enough to, I believe he resigned because he's just like, I understand what's coming from this. I can plead my case, but why would I even bother? It's 2019. You know what I mean? Like, I would do the same thing. I'd be like, you know what? I just, I fucked up and I'm not going to apologize, but I'm going to just fucking, I'm just going to fuck off. <laughs> because yeah, yeah, no, no, but, but, but. Cornette, listen, dude, Cornette's going to be fine for the next while, bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, because when, when, when I say this is a marketing tool, don't think that for people who are on Cornette's side about this, it isn't a marketing tool for them. Because now they got another guy that you can go, oh, he was victimized. Now you can do a whole tour on it. He Next time there's an appearance, there are probably going to be people who go, yo, you're a kid and, and, and we support you. Let's not act like the people who get quote-unquote canceled actually ever get canceled. No, they, they just – Yeah, it's Louis just not good business. Comedy, bro. Like, right. It's not – Overall, it's not good business. It's like why Michael Jordan didn't get involved in politics and whatever. He's like, everybody buys buy sneakers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't care what they think about anything. But he's kind of, since that's how it is now, it's almost like you have to make some kind of a stand at some point. And if that is, I'm just going to be fucking raunchy and say stupid shit then, you know, and say whatever I want. And I don't even have to worry about it because I'm getting a bunch of money. You know, being Jim Cornette anyway. So, 
I guess that's because there is a market for that. My big thing on this is, you know, everybody nowadays, all these fucking, you know, uh, this new generation and these butthurt people and all that shit, they keep saying like, uh, well, we got this right and we got that right and we got this right. What pisses me off is you don't have the right of fucking speech. You know what I mean? The right of fucking, like, I should be able to say, to a certain extent, I'm not saying you should go around saying the, you know, the N-word and the R-word and all that bullshit. But if, you know, in a general sense, you should be able to fucking say what you want and not have to sit there and say, oh, you know what? I said the fuck word. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's that's how I was raised. You know what I mean? Like, well, yo, I agree with you to to an extent. But like, but people who are who lean to the right, they never take in consideration that real cancel it. Like you want to talk about cancel culture. Look at uh, the Dixie Chicks. Um, in 2003, mm. they were canceled just for saying, "Oh, um, hey guys, maybe we shouldn't go to war in Iraq." Like, right. they, like they got and and no no one in the no one in the right wing who are about free speech goes, "Hey, that's free speech." Everyone wanted her canceled. Um, Gary Webb, the guy who exposed that the CIA was running drugs into the U.S., he was killed. Like he like like there's no like people always make it. That's why I always differentiate. Don't. Don't think that the mainstream liberals are actually liberals or actually leftists. They're neoliberals where, yeah, they'll say good things like don't be racist, don't be misogynist, don't be homophobic. But their money goes to all of these systemic shit that oppresses fucking people. The actual leftists have been censored and nobody gives a fuck about actual leftists who have been censored. Like the Black Panthers who had COINTELPRO done to them, killed their movement. Um, black, I'm, I'm like, pretty. You know what I mean? I'm like, sure now. There's always been incidents where people get outraged, and and but no one ever puts it together that back then it was more of a right wing type of shit being done. Now that now people think that um uh, uh you know calling for you to lose your job that that, that that's like the worst fucking thing that could happen to you. Now be, being put in prison for for you know exposing shit that's real cancel culture to me. Like, you know what I mean? That's that's. That's how I feel. Well, it's like they, they censor people on both the right and the left. It's basically anybody that's uh, talking any sense they don't like. Yeah, yeah well, I mean... L- l- yeah, l- talking l- their l- mind in in sense. <laughs> listen, I'm all about... like Listen, even though I don't agree with what like what, what, what some shit Slee says, right? I would rather have a discussion with him. I would rather have a discussion with him and try to... Uh, like you know, disarm some of the, instead of censoring him because when you censor somebody, you make that person stronger. In my personal opinion, my personal opinion because then people are gonna think, well, this because people have this uh, impression that if somebody gets censored, that that means that they're speaking some type of truth. And I think the right wing have capitalized it on so much that is they purposely do they, they, fucking world. <laughs> they purposely do shit. That knows that they're gonna get canceled, so they can go to their base and go, "Oh look, um, I'm I'm being a victim." So then people side with the people who are seemingly being censored. Like even being censored has become a marketing tool in itself as well, in my personal opinion. No, it makes sense to me. <clears throat> You're making we a lot of sense censored. today, Hansy. I like that's, this. That's the next step. But back to the wrestling. Like, I like I like the political talk, but we're gonna get back to wrestling, and, y- and I know how this leaks right into it because everything out here is political it's now been made like that which sucks i don't like it because i see politics as wrestling anyway 
You know, it's just a bunch of people, these psychopaths that are trying to get power. Like, the higher up the chain you go, it's all that conspiracy stuff I tells you, Hansy. It's yes. just these fucking crazy psychopath uh, American psychotypes just trying to outdo one another. And it's all a game of getting what they want and bunch what they Christian want. Christian Bales out there. That's right. They're psychos. So, you'll, back to the wrestling talk then, uh, let me ask you guys your predictions. Do you guys, who do you think is showing up on NXT tonight from the main roster? I heard a lot. Do you think Roman Reigns or Daniel Bryan? Do you think anything, anyone big shows up? And do you think tonight will be the night that, because Triple H promoted open doors, right? Uh, do you think this will be the night that they actually beat AEW in the ratings? I would say no would to, say the, yes. to the ratings. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm going to say NXT wins tonight, in my personal opinion. Especially if somebody, if big names like Rain, Roman Reigns shows up or Daniel Bryan shows up. Uh, you know what I mean? They, they can't have fucking Lucha House Party fucking show right. up. Right, they would have to Reigns. show up early, though. Like, if they show up just at the end of the show where everybody comes over, I don't think that affects ratings all that much, so... You well, know what I'm well, when when AJ Styles and them invaded, they did a smart thing by doing it right before the show, and that was the one show where the the viewership was divided by nine thousand. So, like, so like that was an actually good ploy. Like that that, that made me excited to go watch uh, NXT over AEW because when I saw that opening angle being done on social media where st- they attacked the undisputed era, I was like, yeah, they. NXT is probably going to win this one, but they didn't win. But it was it was probably the closest one out of all of them. I would say Survivor Series as a whole, once they announced that NXT was a part of Survivor Series, I was like, this is their way to take the piss out of AEW because this is what I uh, was calling from the beginning, that they were going to start out like a ball of flames and it was going to slow down pretty quickly. But it this is WWE's way of going... Let's make that happen now. <laughs> and the way they yeah. do that is they take that show that they just put on USA to go up against it. They put it on early, first of all, like a couple weeks early. And then now they're building them up to mix them in with the main roster. This is this is definitely a hostile move towards AEW. I think everything that uh, they're doing with the Survivor Series is m- meant to be a reaction. You know, it's just them oh, being genius. Re- it's, it's genius planning. Yeah, you know, once AEW started popping off the mouth, you know that they made up all this shit. No, I I, I agree. You know, I, I, do you? Let me ask you guys this, um, because because there's a con, there's a conspiracy going on that um that CM Punk is playing WWE for a fool, where they keep specifying that he's signed to Fox. Do you think there's a chance that like a Rick Rude type of shit? You know how Rick Rude showed up on Nitro while he was on Raw because of taped Raw. Do you think that CM Punk will pull a deal where, yeah, he's with Fox, but all of a sudden he shows up on AEW, and you're like, because I think something big is going to go down with that shit, in my personal opinion. What do you think, Sleaze? I think he's totally uninterested in AEW. Like, everybody's, oh, he's going to sign there, and I think that's everybody's opinion. I I think, if anything, he was going to, if he's going to come back or sign anything or be on any show, it was going to be on WWE, you know, just because he's he was an indie darling and all that crap. People instantly thought he was going to go with AEW. And I, I think they talked to him. I think he was uninterested. And I, that's that. And he made if he's going to go and do 
wrestling again. It's going to be in WWE. Yeah, he made millions with UFC as well. So it's like, how are you going to come off of making millions, fighting for real, and then you're going to go back to not only professional wrestling, but you're going to go to AEW professional no. wrestling? There's no but, way. But who do you guys, who do you guys, if he does return to the ring in WWE, do, like, who do you guys want to be his first opponent? Like, who the, like, do you think they go with the, tri- the obvious Triple H one first? Or do you think they go with, like, Seth Rollins or AJ Styles or something like that? I would wish that Seth Rollins at this point would turn full-blown heel with Triple yep. H giving him the backing, and then he takes on Rollins, and then after that he takes on uh, Triple H. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. Uh, and I, I think that's where Rollins... Listen, people have been bitching about Rollins' Twitter. I think that on social media that there's a way to build, like when something's going to happen on, on a TV. I think this whole ploy of Seth Rollins over the last couple of months on Twitter has been a slow build to him turning heel because he keeps making himself more and more idiotic on Twitter. I think it's leading to him turning a heel. Like, it, I, I always thought it was leading to it anyways. But I'm, I'm expect, I, I thought it would happen sooner than, 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 what, than what we're getting right now. I was to hoping. Yeah, I always considered he was. I, I don't know him obviously, but I always assumed he was kind of like a jerky kind of guy and doesn't want to deal with anybody. You know, which is fine, whatever. Like the fans and whatnot. And he does CrossFit. He, he can't be that fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That that whole crowd in general is overall douchey. Yeah. All right. Well. Oh, I, uh, I I know people that do CrossFit and stuff like that, and it, I, I'm not saying specific people aren't do are, are like are, you know they don't fit that, but I got, I get that vibe from like the whole like you know vibe, you know what I mean like like I always want to try it, but then like when I heard that they have to like applaud you and and all stay around like a team, like a I was cult? like I don't want to do that. I want to no. do something on my own, bro. Like I don't I don't need a whole team cheering me on while I, I lift a tire and stuff like that. Well, you know what I mean? Hansy, Hansy, you're a cool guy. Don't do that because you'll turn into a douche. Yeah, right. so, <laughs> pretty much. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Bag of douche. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to fight Hansy to keep him away from CrossFit. Boy, that, that'll be my goal in life. <laughs> hey, man. I, I, bring it on, brother. No. <laughs> yeah, I could uh, I could probably do some sit ups and uh, push ups. What do you think, Sleaze? You want me to cheer for you? Yeah, and I'll grease, my my, off? I'll grease myself up first. Yeah, and then yeah. you take your shirt off and watch me work out. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that makes total sense. All right, let's uh, let's end it on that. Let's go watch AEW and NXT. Thanks for calling in, Hansy. And of course, yeah, no problem, yo. Nice talking to both of you guys, man. I love discussing this. Like I said, we we don't agree on everything, bro. But I like talking to you guys because at least we have a discussion and we're not like name calling and shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's no so, need. It's just talking. I hear you, man. All right. Well, you guys have fun. Uh, I'll I'll try to tune in next time when you guys are on as well, man. But it was fun talking to you guys, bro. All right. Take it easy, man. And everybody out here, don't forget, we're here 7 p.m. Uh, almost every night. I mean, geez, how many shows we got now? But we were at Raw this week. You know, we got schedules. We got people to meet and things. And uh, anything you want to say, Sleaze, what, before we go watch this stuff? Well, I might be on a little bit more because of that training I got to do, and I'm going to be in a hotel room by myself, bored. Oh, you nice. know, in like a week. So you might get a shit ton of sleaze. Wow. Watch out for that on the Periscopes and everywhere else. Of course, thank you all for the, the shares and the likes and 
uh, following and all that. You guys rock. Huge inverse forever. Got giveaways coming up for Christmas. So thank you for the super hearts. Everything else, all what you do. And don't forget, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Have a good night. Right.